1: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No Tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. The volume. What is going on, my people? 3 Out Podcast, that's where you are currently. John Middlecoff, that'd be me. What I need you to do is subscribe to the podcast. If you're already subscribed, send it to your friend, share, we're big on grassroots. Leave a review on the podcast if you haven't already. I would also greatly appreciate that. Uh, hopefully you guys had a good weekend. Sunday, I'm recording this at about 8.30 at night. The Chiefs game just ended. We had a long day of, you know, kind of mediocre football. Saturday, though, was excellent championship weekend in college. We'll dive into some thoughts on, you know, the Chiefs game. There is a massive, massive AFC game tomorrow. And there is a lot on the line. So I got a couple thoughts there. And then a ton of college football thoughts from Harbaugh to Saban. Here's what I know. If Nick Saban's an underdog, bet on his ass. Because that guy's a goat. The goat. What a win by Alabama. Uh, Marcus Freeman, the Notre Dame head coach. Oregon and Mario, lot lot going on right now. But again, the Monday Night Football game, I already got a little cash on the Bills, minus three. Big wins. Mac Jones, we'll dive into that here in a second. I go live every day, or on Mondays and Tuesdays, on the Volume YouTube uh, page, the Volume YouTube page, so subscribe to that. Monday, it goes live at 2 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Thursdays goes live at 11 o'clock, we do like the bulk of the podcast for the following day. like this one, for example. I just recorded all at once, a uh, little bit shorter of a podcast, obviously than the longer ones on, on Tuesday and, uh, and on Friday. but a little just, you know, just sharing the information as we go. But let's start with the Sunday night game. Here, here's what we know. The chiefs offense has been up and down this year. And I said early in the season when they were struggling, they just had to stop turning the ball over. It was pretty obvious. They were turning the ball over at a rapid rate, interceptions and fumbles. It was crazy, and it, they they weren't gonna have two. They weren't gonna have thirty eight turnovers. It was gonna stop. And even the night he threw a ball off Tyreek's hands that gets picked. The major difference in this team, listen, their offense wasn't even great tonight, right? They they, they didn't run for that many yards. He didn't throw for two hundred yards. But when they're gonna when the Chiefs are gonna play defense, they are gonna win most nights. And here's the thing: I think we need to do sometimes. I think most people, the average fan would be like, oh, the Broncos suck. They were six and five coming into this game, and they've had some impressive wins this season. And Vic Fangio, while he's probably, this is going to be his last, you know, month of being a head coach the rest of his life, Vic Fangio is not some joke head coach. He ain't a Pat Shermer. He ain't a Jim Tom Sula. He wasn't Chip Kelly with the 49ers. I'm just listening some, you know, uh, Vance Joseph was pretty bad too. Uh, Steve Wilkes at one year with the Arizona. Like Vic Fangio is a real, one of the best defensive minds of the last several decades. And he's the defensive coordinator for the team. Like The Broncos are good on defense. Now, Teddy Bridgewater, he's a backup. And when backups start, the longer they keep playing, the more mistakes they play. The pick he threw to Sorensen, who looked like Ronnie Lott or Ed Reed Jr. Uh, I, 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 I actually texted a buddy in the Chiefs. I'm like, you guys got Ronnie Lott 2.0. Great play by Sorensen. But if their defense is going to be good, Chiefs are probably going to win the AFC, period, point blank, end of story. Because I trust that quarterback more than I do Mac Jones, more than I do Josh Allen. Uh, the, the Ravens are just, I, you know, I don't really know what to make of them. Right? And the Titans just have a ton of injuries. Like, it's pretty clear the AFC, the Titans had a bye this week. <clears throat> Even though Vrabel was tweeting at NFL officials, he's pretty locked in. He's a big football guy. The Titans are 8-4, and, and they've had some incredible wins. And if you look at the rest of their season, they got the Jags, the Steelers, the Niners on Thursday night, the Dolphins, the Texans. I just don't look at them the same as I do the Ravens, the Chiefs, or even these two teams playing on Monday night just because they have so many injuries. The best player on their team has a broken foot. Julio Jones, who knows? Hamstring is on injury reserve. A.J. Brown, same thing. Like, those three guys were healthy. I would put them right in that class. And you know I love Rabel, but they have just major injuries to their best players, And Tannehill's not as good as all these other guys. And like the Chiefs, they got issues too, but they still got Patrick Mahomes. They still got Kelsey. They still got Hill, and their defense is playing really, really well. And ultimately, for an offensive league, it still comes down to defense in December. Why? Because the wind changes. It gets colder outside. You have to tackle. You have to make plays on defense. You cannot just be a team that's giving up 30 points a game and be taken seriously come the playoffs why both these two teams on Monday night are so intriguing. It's why the Titans have had some big-time defensive performances. Same with the Ravens. It's why all five of those teams are the best teams in the AFC. But I have said it earlier this week. I've been saying it for a while. Like, the NFC is really top-heavy, right? The Bucks are good. The Packers are good. The Cardinals are clearly really good. Uh, the, the Cowboys have had a good season. Uh, so you got five teams in the Rams. Excuse me. You got the Packers, the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Cardinals... But, like, those, I I wouldn't put the Rams in their category, but I I just think all, like, eight, nine teams can win the Super Bowl. I'm going to say it over and over. Like, it's just, it's pretty clear. It's never been a more open season. Because, like, the Peyton Mannings, the Tom Bradys, I know Tom's technically still in the mix, but even his team, is like, I watched them against the Falcons, like, they were struggling for a while. Now, it was a divisional game. Divisional games are hard. And the Falcons are not, like, a two-win team. They're going to end up winning probably seven games. They're just a tough out. So I, I understand. Like, I think people make too big a deal when you have like a 12 win team in a random game in November, early December. If it's like a tight game against a team that with a losing record, like it's the NFL football is really hard. Look at Minnesota today, Minnesota going into the Niners game. I thought was really good. They were five and five. They easily could have been like seven and three. Then the Niners beat them and then they lose the Lions. The NFL is tough. The other guys on the other team, they they drive nice cars and live in big houses, too. But I, I didn't think the Chiefs are throwing their hat in the ring. Like, we're back, guys. We're here. <laughs> we ain't afraid of the Bills, even though they kicked our ass. We'll take our chances against Mac Jones, against the, the Ravens, got flaws, and we'll, play, we'll gladly play the Titans again, especially with Derrick Henry in the hospital. Like, we'll take our chances. And that's fun. And, but it's not, I'm not saying these other teams can't win. Like, it's, it's going to be a battle. And I, I think you saw today, like, all these teams are pretty evenly matched. That's why I think going into this Monday night game, it's so big, right? Like ultimately the chiefs, was there season or anything on the line? Did they really have anything to prove? No, it was, it was a game. It was a home game, a night game. They took care of business. There is a lot on the line on Monday night football for two guys. I think it's the biggest regular season game. Sean McDermott's ever played in. And I think it's easily the biggest game Josh Allen's ever played in. You're at home. The winds are blowing. You're playing a rookie quarterback. Now, I get you're playing Belichick, the greatest coach of all time. But this season, there were moments early in the season like the Bills, the best team in the league. And they kind of got it back. They still feel a little off. This is your time to shine. Bills Mafia, a home game. The place was empty all season long. The wind, the elements. Think about Mac Jones. He's from the South. Then he plays at Alabama. Alabama. It's not like you're Justin Fields or a guy that played at Iowa or a guy that played at Michigan. You're not used to these conditions. Hell, even Oregon or Washington, right? You play in the South, pretty good weather. There's a reason golfers live in Arizona or the South, Texas or Florida, right? That little panhandle, like, weather's pretty good. And when a hurricane comes, they practice indoors. So, like, I'm not a big, it's why I like the Bills tonight, I don't like Mac Jones outside in the elements, especially against this good defense. Now, I never discount Belichick or Josh McDaniels in a big environment like this. They will have some tricks up their sleeve. But this Bills team, who we wanted to act like, and I know I did, and I'm guilty of this, was a real contender. I thought Josh Allen was a star. Let's face it. And I thought he deserved a huge contract. I thought last year wasn't an outlier, wasn't an anomaly. I thought that's who the guy was going to be. Now, I'm biased. He's from the Valley. I, I just naturally gravitate toward, you know, certain quarterbacks. I did to him. And he was someone that I did not like coming out of college. And I pivoted, just like I did on Lamar. But Lamar has enough moments over the last couple of years, like he kept backing it up. Now he's had some up and down moments. But Josh, like you have the one outlier season, and this year has been a little iffy. Well, this is a tight moment against this level of opponent with 25 million people watching, Belichick rolling in to your house. You just signed this $150 million contract. The franchise puts everything on your back, and rightfully so. I would have done the same thing if I was Brandon Bean or Sean McDermott. I don't blame them at all for signing that contract because character, the talent, you are paid to win these games. Dayball, Sean McDermott, Josh Allen. This is your moment. This is your time. Dable's coached for Belichick before. So I, I'm not saying just because you've worked for someone doesn't mean you know everything, especially when you haven't worked for them a while. But still, like, you've been playing these guys, you've been in the division. This is a massive, this isn't a huge moment for the Patriots. They've already proven they're eight and four, they're really good, they're going nowhere. They also get these guys in a couple weeks at home. This is on the Bills. This is your home game, this is your moment, your favored. I got a little cash on the bills, though I'm a little nervous. I mean, I, I I don't like have 100%. I don't feel like I would with Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or Rodgers in this spot. I think this is a massive, massive moment for Josh Allen. If you can win a game like this and then you'd get to eight and four, uh, you'll feel pretty good about your chances going into Foxborough. Because again, like you're not, you're a team built for the elements, just like the Patriots. But you win this game, you can get over the hump, you go, okay. Because let's face it, it's a lot different with fans in the stands than it was last year with no fans in the stands. As we've learned, it was kind of not fake football, but it's not normal football because it's just not the same. It's not the same for defensive players when they can't hear anything. And this stadium should be going absolutely berserk. And I I just can't wait to watch because of what's on the line, right? Obviously, nothing, you know, you know, it's just one game out of 17. But once you get to December, it's nut cutting time. Seating's, you know, and you're playing a rookie quarterback. Like, let's face it. I'm not trying to be a hater of Mac Jones, but he's not slicing and dicing you down the field. He ain't Gardner Minshew throwing those bobs. We'll get to Gardner Minshew uh, definitely on Tuesday's pod. But massive, massive moment for the Bills. Huge. I like the Bills minus three. But if they if they burn me, I'm gonna be pissed, and we'll obviously dive in into reaction to the game uh, for Tuesday's pod. We'll dive into a lot of other NFL stuff on Tuesday's pod as well. Uh, even though today was kind of a weird game, cool for Dan Campbell, it, it was a it was a cool moment for Dan Campbell getting that win. Um, it's clearly, I'll say this for the Lions, they they play hard. They they do not have much talent uh, at all. I mean, they do not have many guys that good teams would want. But they have played very, very hard this year. They have not tapped out. They have not quit. They have not mailed it in. I, I do respect that. I, I really do.
1: All right, the NFL's heading into the home stretch. Big Week 13 divisional matchup. Monday Night Football, Patriots, Bills. Fan dual sportsbook. Going to make it bigger. New customers, 30 to 1 odds on this puppy. $150 you can win on a $5 bet. I like the Bills minus two and a half. And if you want to same game parlay it, I would take the Bills, get down to tease it one and a half. Stephon digs over 60 yards, over 42 and a half points. Same game parlay is a blast. You can win a lot more, betting a lot less. Number one rated sportsbook app in America. Easy to use, safe and secure. Plus, when you win, get paid in as little as two hours. So see for yourself. Sign up right now. Promo code Colin. Monday night matchup. Win $150 and a $5 bet. Please use the promo code Colin, C O L A N, so they know I sent you. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at SportsbookFanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit Fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee Redline is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in
0: Arizona. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. and quicker post your job for free at linkedin.com slash john that's linkedin.com slash john to post your job for free terms and conditions apply this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge (sighs) is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is
1: They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's
0: TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Motors has it. And with eBay guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's go to college football. Let's start with Jim Harbaugh. They thought about firing him last year. He took a pay cut and took his buyout way down so they could fire him this year if it didn't go well. And for the first time since they hired him in 2014, I guess, yeah, they would have hired him. Maybe it would have been like January 2015. He had the season they wanted. He had the season that they thought they were getting from the 49ers head coach. Because when he was the 49ers head coach, his lowest moment was 8-8. Eight and eight. That was his lowest moment. And he went into that stretch... I think he lost three of his last four games. So he was like seven and four that season. Maybe it was seven and five. But they were in position to make the playoffs even that season. And he kind of shit the bed down the the stretch of his fourth season with the Niners. But for three seasons with the Niners, he went to three championship games. Right? And he really should have won the first one against the New York Giants. Uh, The general manager for the Chicago White Sox son fumbled the ball. Second year, he goes to the Super Bowl, loses kind of a crazy game to his brother. Third game, he has the legendary game with Seattle. He is a big game coach. I've seen it. I watched all those games with the 49ers. His teams kicked ass and and took names. For whatever reason, Michigan, it was not working. This is finally a team that, like, they reflect, they look like the 49ers did. They dominate on defense. Hutchinson and that number 55, the other pass rusher, kick ass. Their defense is destroying people. Their run game is unstoppable, and their playmakers make plays. Their quarterback actually has improved a lot throughout the season. This team—they're tough, they're physical. They kicked Ohio State's ass, and then they went to Iowa and they bent them over too. And now they're in the playoffs. Now they're a seven and a half point underdog to Georgia. I think they can beat Georgia. Uh, I think it's going to be hard. I actually think Georgia's built much better to beat a team like them than they are Nick Saban, a team that can throw it around. But I I do think watching a lot of Michigan this year, they actually can throw it better than you think. Though Jim's ethos, to his core, he wants to run it. He wants to slam with their running backs, and he should. Haskins is a stud, and the other little guy, number two, baller as well. Younger guy, I think he's out of Baltimore, Maryland. Last name starts with a C, I think. I don't want to screw it up. Not great with the college players' names. Uh, We'll start with the other thing is Nick Saban. That's one of the most legendary wins of his career. He had been favored in 93 straight games. That was the first time he was an underdog in 93 games. I was thinking as he was kicking the crap out of Georgia in the second half. There's a reason he's never an underdog. He went seven and a half years without being an underdog. And rightfully so. Nick Saban should never be an underdog. Unless he has multiple quarterbacks out and his entire defense is on the COVID list. You know why? You never bet against that guy in a big game. He's always going to be better. He's easily the best coach in this Final Four. Not even close. There is no close second. I would argue Harbaugh is the second... if you just based on resume, he's accomplished more than Kirby Smart has. If you just look at his incomplete resume. But Nick is in a completely different category than the other three guys. So... Alabama's the favorite to win it all as they should be because I just watched him play a team that let's face it. You cannot beat Alabama. If that's what your quarterback looks like zero chance, it's not possible. It ain't going to happen. Close your eyes and think about the quarterbacks who have beat Alabama. Johnny Manziel, say what you want about him. He was a first round pick. He was a very, very talented college quarterback. Won the Heisman trophy. Uh, think who else has beat him right over the years. Deshaun Watson has beat him in big spots. Cardale Jones in that one game when him and Zeke just went nuts. Now, Cardale failed, right? But in that game, he was looked like Cam Newton. You don't beat him with Stenson Bennett. You think that guy is going to beat Nick Saban? Are you kidding me? He looks like me. That guy was going to beat Nick Saban when his quarterback looks like the 21-year-old version of Russell Wilson? And he has wide receivers and Mechie his ACL, which is awful. But the other kid is, you know, flying down like he's a 4 2. He looked like Deshaun Jackson. Where do they find these guys? That was a beatdown. That was, listen, Kirby, you can recruit your ass off. And listen, I like Kirby. I, he's an impressive guy. But you guys just are not Alabama. You guys were the heavy favorite. And it's easy to go, how did we not bet on Alabama? Because I, I just, Alabama didn't look that good all season long. But when he had to have it, and the thing that went viral a couple weeks ago, he's a player's coach. He's playing mind games with his team. He went on that rant about talking shit to the fans, how no one wants it worse than his players. What happened? They beat the they won the Iron Bowl and it was close. And then they went and they pounded Georgia. And that's what they did in the second half. They pounded Georgia. Because ultimately Stenson Bennett, on his best day, ain't sniffing saving. Uh Marcus Freeman, I don't know if you saw the picture of the dude has six kids. He's 35 years old, takes over Notre Dame. It, the thing that went viral this weekend of Brian Kelly talking like, you know, he's from the bayou. He's like, hey, I am I'm Brian Kelly, uh coach LSU football. We trying to win big games. We play in the SEC, we play Kirby, we play Jimbo, we play Saban. Brian Kelly, you're from the Northeast. You're from Massachusetts. You coaches Notre Dame already got a southern accent. Pretty bizarre. Uh, But Marcus Freeman, who's got six kids, who's 35 years old, the video of him getting introduced by the uh, strength coach and hugging all of his guys, pretty cool, a lot of energy. Brett Venables, the highest paid defensive coordinator in college football, just left Clemson to go to Oklahoma. Uh, So just some crazy movement. And then the big thing that as of recording this, it's not official yet, but if I was Oregon, I would let Mario leave. I would let him go. And listen, he recruits his ass off. I got news for you. Any coach who tries at recruiting and is willing to push the envelope can recruit at big programs. There's a reason the same programs recruit all the best players. Now, Oregon under Chip Kelly and some of these guys haven't always recruited at the level Mario's recruiting at, but I watched the Pac-12 championship. Mario's not that dynamic of a coach. He's a great recruiter. I think he's a solid coach, but he's very dependent on his coordinators. And they have had like, I've seen the best coaches out West in my adult life. Obviously Pete Carroll, Jim Harbaugh, Chris Peterson, and Jeff Tedford and Chip Kelly had. Chip Kelly called the plays. Jeff Tedford called the plays. Chris Peterson called the plays for a long period of time. And then he hired a guy, Jonathan Smith, who, you know, was going to get a bigger job sometime in his life. Like Mario's just having this coordinator turnover. I just don't see it. I would let him go. Hell, I'd hire Jeff Tedford. I've heard his tickers. Well, You know who Jeff Tedford recruited when he was at Cal? Deshaun, Marshawn. He was getting NFL, Keenan Allen. Jeff Tedford can recruit. Like, Oregon recruits itself. Now, obviously, Mario tried really hard. I watched him coach against Kyle Whittingham twice in a month. He got his ass kicked. Kyle Whittingham recruits two and three star kids, turns them into NFL players. Mario was recruiting against LSU, Alabama, and Ohio State. All I've heard about Oregon having all this talent, all this talent, I watched him play. I just didn't see it. Where is it? Or they're not getting better on his watch. So if Mario wants to go to Miami, and this is also why I always say, in college football, where you're from matters. Because when you have success at a place where you're not from, if home calls, you gravitate toward home. In Oregon, listen, they got lucky when Willie Taggart left, but he left them for Florida State. And now if Mario leaves them for Miami, I don't blame them. Go home to the South. If you're going to get $8 million in Miami... Think of what that would you'd have to make out West. It's a no-brainer for them. And I understand why Miami wants them. They just need to be relevant again. But I I think Oregon can do better. I actually think it's going to be a little bit like when Sark left Washington for USC and they got Chris Peterson. Now they have to hire the right guy, and one name I've seen is Chip Kelly. I would not touch Chip Kelly. He does not like to recruit. Is Chip Kelly just a better in-game, probably play caller? Obviously, Mario doesn't call the place. Yeah. But I, I would not do that if I was Oregon. I think that's the easy way and I, I think that I, the easy route is not always the right route and most of the time it's the wrong route. So I, I would go Tedford. First, I would ask Chris Peterson. Chris Peterson was an assistant coach at Oregon in the early 2000s under Mike Bellotti before he went to Boise State. I would offer him the job and if he didn't want it I'd go Jeff Tedford, I would I would not let, I would not hire Chip Kelly. I would not try to get the band back together. We saw that band together, and they were awesome. They had their run; it's over. So I, I think if Mario leaves, more power to him. I know his mom's really sick. I, I root. I, I'm going to root for Mario to do well, but I do think he's a little overrated. Um, and I mean, I, I don't even think everyone thinks that. We just watched Kyle Whittingham. Kyle Whittingham just took Utah, who was basically Cincinnati a decade ago, to the Rose Bowl. That's pretty impressive. Utah's going to the Rose Bowl. Utah's going to the Rose Bowl and they earned it. I mean, they killed Oregon back to back games, blew them out, wiped the floor, ran them out of the gym. That honestly, in all my years of watching sports, Utah going to the Rose Bowl, especially in a conference where Mario was recruiting against LSU, Alabama, and Georgia, and they beat them twice, twice, kicked their ass to go to the Rose Bowl and tip my hat to Kyle Whittingham. I also, if I was Oregon, I'd hire him. Now, he won't go, but I'd rather have Kyle Whittingham as my head coach than Mario Cristobal, especially when I know Mario's always going to be looking to the south. Oh, Miami's open. Oh, Alabama's open. Go, Mario. Leave. What's taking you so long? Sign the contract and leave. We don't want you. We'll root for you. Take on the U. Get them back going. Kyle Whittingham, big winner of the weekend. Okay, adios. See you guys uh, coming up this week. Tuesday's pod will be big, and let's roll, baby. and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: I'm Diosa. and I'm Mala. We're the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast.